0: up out there in beef's beef world welcome to episode 85 here again with bj oh no good intro this time huh yeah i mean i'm spent yeah that's all i got
1: i know well and bj i mean that's that's all you got to say to me at least that's you know you know the name so that's that's grateful of that i guess i appreciate that
0: nothing you don't got anything
1: oh i got plenty i just wanted to see if you had anything before i you know stole the show from you and became the star again
0: no i mean i got nothing i guess i just i was waiting for you to to steal the spotlight like well
1: this is what i want to say about the number 85 it's the product of two prime numbers five and 17 which therefore makes it a bi prime number
0: so the people know what I'm speaking of here. Well I know what that I know what that means. I mean do you know what do you know what that statement yeah, means? Yeah, I just
1: told you the statement, so of course I know what it means. And even further, it's the twenty fourth bi prime number. Not counting perfect squares, of course. Now sports reference, because we are a sports podcast, obviously somebody changed their name to the Spanish version of eighty five. Run our Very close. Mr. Chad Ocho Cinco. So there's your should, 85. I, I
0: love Chad Johnson. I loved all his antics, but that was the dumbest thing because it's not Ocho Cinco. Right. It's Ochenta Cinco. Right.
1: But maybe that was already taken. So he had to go with Ocho Cinco. It's a
0: last name. It doesn't matter if it's taken. There's more than one Leffler. <laughs> That's a good point. That is a very just, fair point. But he was matter. clearly doing
1: it to become more popular. And if anybody did have the. Ochenta y Cinco. Ochenta or, or O-chent- Are you sure it's Ochenta Cinco?
0: Ochenta Cinco. I'm just
1: saying, I don't know if we should trust. Like, I- I'll believe it for now until proven otherwise. That's what I'll say. So, yeah, that's your sport reference. <laughs> and then um, also, you know, classic movie that you love, Alien 3. It's the uh, IQ and nickname of Aaron.
0: I've literally never seen Alien 3.
1: You, you told me it was probably top top three favorites of all time it's for you. top
0: three favorite of the alien movies yeah so a uh, classic och, ochenta there. y cinco yeah says wikipedia ochenta y cinco there you go I was right I was
1: right you didn't have to bring your Spanish girlfriend in to teach me a lesson Rosetta
0: her name is Rosetta Stone she's pretty yeah I by didn't. the way yeah if you're done with 85 i like to bring something else to the table okay the, the, the Reese's Holiday Eggs are the champions. Despite yeah. what BJ thought was going to happen. You don't, Smashed you sh- the Kit Kats.
1: Smashed them. Shouldn't be allowed to have two champions in one year. You already had your fun with the Patriots. There's no way that Reese's Peanut Butter Eggs should have won.
0: I blame the people. Well, no, because you had the champion in the dunk contest. Uh, that you wasn't had, somebody who was out cheering for. You had two Tar Heels in there. Yeah, but I wasn't.
1: I mean, you was... were cheered for both of them. Yeah, but it's a. You just referenced the dunk contest in comparison with the Lombardi Trophy. No, in comparison just... with the illustrious beefs beef candy of the year.
0: It is I, no. That's candy. Uh, that's the goat candy. That's that. That's until next I... year when our
1: votes meeting me and my people my compadres my gang i mean i shouldn't say on air that it's a gang but it's probably classified as a gang
0: so i'm i'm making an executive order right here okay you're allowed to do that we're we're changing the names of our brackets no more is it going to be we're now making every bracket called the goat bracket Every one of them. Because I say it all the time anyway, and Daniel always gets tired of it. So we're calling every <laughs> bracket the GOAT bracket of whatever it is. I hope
1: D says that GOAT is overused. Oh, he so, has said that. Yeah, because so, that's a good argument, in my opinion. So therefore, we need to create our own version. But I get what you're saying. It is the reigning, defending champion of the world, thanks to the people.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Because that's not who
1: I would have voted for. We
0: have no electoral college here. At Beef's Beef, we are straight popular vote. Correct. Since uh, the, the presidential election, we don't have BJ in there voting for who he thinks would do it, like the Electoral College, but we won't go into politics. Cause I, you I know said, what
1: I've got a problem with? I have to run like four different accounts on Facebook, right? And it only gives me one vote. So like I was trying to figure out how to give KitKat Kit Kat more votes, and it would only let me give one. So
0: you were trying to stack the deck against it.
1: No, I was just trying to no. do my part. Oh. I'm just trying to do my part, brother, because Kit Kat needed it. I mean, when you lose 65% to 35% and take the beat down, I mean, I told you, numerically, they almost got doubled. Like, total votes was 36 to 67.
0: So. Mean, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. Man. Yeah. I love Kit Kats, Yeah. But it's not in the same, even, like, hemisphere of the Reese's eggs or Reese's trees or pumpkins or –
1: I think you're clearly wrong in this, and because of that, I like to give my good friends DJ Gatewood, Rick Cadle, LaBrandon Manning, Felicity Ford, Tabitha Coleman, and so on and so forth, a reference for voting for KitKat. Here's Kat. the thing, man. Maybe you next year we'll get them, could, folks. You
0: could read all of those, and then you could read the Reese's <laughs> with mine, and we'd be here for another hour and a half.
1: Yeah, that's why I only read about six of them. But listen, just know to all you people who voted Kit Kat, we'll be okay. You're wrong.
0: <laughs> you were wrong, and it showed in the numbers. We'll be
1: all right next year there's always next year we're coming back listen we got a good recruiting class coming we're not
0: doing another candy bracket like i mean here's the thing i mean we could do another candy bracket but i I just don't i don't know if there's enough candies to add in there for the ones that we left off listen somebody's got to say it
1: a seasonal candy can't win the all-time candy bracket bro that's crazy it's around pretty
0: much every season though oh yeah because they make christmas trees they make christmas trees they make pumpkins they make eggs okay
1: fine there's a friendly medium to be had here and i was thinking about this earlier but this is the only solution i'm willing to grant reese's holiday reese's the champion if you can get us a beef's beef holiday reese's in the shape of the logo or whatever it may be that would be i don't know you gotta pull some strings bro there's no way that would be pretty awesome though would it not but
0: like here's the thing though man i like i would have to get two of them because i would want to eat one no you'd have to get a lot more than two of them but But, that'd be because i want to eat one there's 67 people right now who want one i mean not all 67 are gonna get them
1: and well hey limited production run
0: brother (laughs) i guess so (laughs) i guess so pull your strings i mean i don't really know what strings i'm supposed to pull it's not like i know mr reese himself by the way i don't know if we've spoken about this he's probably fairly wealthy by the way but he's he's probably doing okay yeah i don't know if we spoke about this and if we did on here then i apologize but have you did i ever show you the stand up of the guy that talked about how the say reese's pieces I don't believe so. Not that I, so, We
1: definitely didn't talk about on here. I don't think you've ever even told me that so, I know ha,
0: So have you ever seen – how do you say that, Gandy? Reese's Pieces. Okay, so you say it correctly. Yeah. I always said this incorrectly, and I did not realize this with my small brain. Reese's? Until he said this in the stand-up. So he thought – I don't remember – I don't know what the guy's name is. So, like, I would give credit if I knew it. Okay. So he says that he and his buddy go to CVS. And they're going to get some candy. It's an odd place to buy candy, by the way. Well, he said that they were right. You know, they did a little, a little stuff that we won't mention. <laughs> and you uh, definitely
1: just mentioned it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, CVS. I mean, they could have gone to Meijer or Walmart. Well, I or think Kroger. he lives in New
0: York or something, so he just walked walk yeah. downtown or something. That would make sense. So, but
1: that wouldn't be good for the other thing. He could get in big trouble for the other thing. Probably, there. Yeah, yeah,
0: probably. Big time. So he big says time, they go to the candy aisle. Yeah. And he tells his buddy, hey, I think I'm going to get some Reese's Pieces because I like them. Pieces. And the guy said, what did you just say? And he said, I think I'm going to get some Reese's Pieces. I like them. Yeah. And he's like, dude, are you having a stroke? And he was like, Nah, I mean, I think I'm good. Yeah. He was like, why? He goes, why are you calling it? That? He's like, calling it what? He said, it's a guy named Reese, and there is pieces. It's Reese's Pieces. <laughs> and then – he did this thing, you know, the mind blown. Yeah, that's exactly what I did when I heard. I was like, "Dude, I say this." Yeah, I've definitely heard a lot of people <laughs> reference it that way. And the, the I'll, I won't post it. I, I don't know. I mean, I'll just share it on my regular page. Yeah, but like. <laughs> I've watched it probably 10, 15 times because I mean it's only like a two minute clip or something, and he just talks about how he reads the word pieces in books and stuff. He's like, see, see the word pieces in a book, boom, past it, moving on, <laughs> new words. It's like you put it on this pieces. What the heck is a PC? Well, well, I think it's because it
1: rhymes. Like it just sounds Absol- good. Like absolutely. it could work. Yeah. Reese's so what do you pieces. what do you
0: call the regular cups? Reese's cups. See, I've always got a Reese's cup. Reese's? I've always got a Reese's cup. Yeah, li- i mean there are they for sure reese's yeah i mean how would you explain reese's i think so. i think
1: that's right but i'm just saying maybe i mean i've heard reese's cups i don't know see yeah. i've
0: always now you're thinking you're like dude i've yeah
1: what is it well i i think it's like i said i, I think it's probably reese's but i i could see how it could be
0: reese's yeah, just because everyone around here says it that way, which is incorrect. No, I'm
1: thinking spelling-wise. I mean, I would think there would be two E's on the end probably, like I I don't know. Yeah.
0: Or maybe a Y.
1: Or a Y, yeah. R-E-E-S-E-Y
0: i don't know just why i've always but it's weird because until that video i've had for 30 years of my life i had always called them reese species yeah and i just never thought of it
1: being wrong well i'm thinking in my head like his reaction to it initially and your reaction to it then learning i i could see that where you're just thinking in your head you didn't know
0: you know you've been wrong the whole time about it or i texted somebody i was like Dude, I've been wrong my whole life about something, yeah. and I'm just not realizing it. And they were thinking it was like something super serious. And oh, that's like, deep. And then I sent them that, and they were like, you called them Reese's Pieces? <laughs> <laughs> was, yeah, like for forever, dude. Yeah. Forever. Like, in 30 years, I called them Reese's Pieces. Now, if those would have won, I would have been okay with it, by the those way. Those were in there, and I voted for Reese's Pieces yeah, they were on the list. over Kit Kat, but Kit Kat beat them. I also voted for them over Kit Kat, so... Yeah. But speaking of brackets, NBA playoffs. Yep. And your boy's at it again. Are you your, talking about Harden? Your boy Draymond's at it again. Uh-oh. He's I, out here I, I raking, raking people's eyes. It's his third of the year so far. He also did it to LeBron in the finals last year. Yeah. Well,
1: who it was LeBron, Reddick. He did it to LeBron again this year. LeBron, Reddick, and Harden. He got, I mean, Harden was bleeding. Did you see that?
0: Yeah. I mean,. His eye his eyeball doesn't look as bad as LeBron's did, but him bleeding looked worse than yeah. what Le, but like you remember how bad LeBron's eye was last year cuz yeah. he got he got poked. And I just watched like I had totally forgotten about it. Yeah. And so I watched the clip of it again today. He literally went up and just like put his hand forward and poked LeBron right in the face.
1: Yeah, that one's a lot worse. They were talking about with Harden last night was it intentional, The Harden one did not look intentional at
0: all to me. The LeBron one kind of almost did look intentional because his hand, like, he yeah. was looking up here and his hand just goes straight for his face.
1: Yeah, it's tough to say it's intentional, but I could see there being a conversation over that more than the Harden one. Like, the Harden one, he doesn't, like, gav. You know how, like, well, in fighting, there's eye pokes, too. And yeah. you can see they've Captain shown. Captain
0: Sano shows no mercy. Oh, yeah.
1: that's a classic move. Yeah, are yeah. even the three Stooges? I mean, come yeah. on. There's ways to defend that. You know, put the hand up between your nose. That's classic. Yeah. But you can see when like a finger goes in deep, or when it scratches, or when it's. But you know, his just grazed Hardens last night. Last night. So that last night. Last night. Yeah. His just grazed his eye last night. So that's why I was impressed how it was bleeding so bad. Like I almost felt like it was like a WWE I move bet his nails are, him. I
0: bet his nails were long. Yeah. That has to be what it is. Well, I think
1: it was like a slicing. It's like I said, with just barely grazing. It probably it's like a slicing elbow. You
0: play it's basketball, you'll slim. get you'll look at your arm and have cuts and don't even know where they came from. Oh yeah, and it's like someone's got these these coke nails out here. Dude, cut your hand, cut your fingernails. <laughs> I'm not trying to play with you out here. Looking like Edward Scissorhands got yeah. your fingernails so we can play basketball.
1: I like to speak really badly about those people, but the only thing is, I used to have. You know how everybody has like traditions in basketball. Like you might have a pregame meal. You might wear a certain pair of socks. Might be how you watch Michael Jordan to the max. Okay, so that's even one version of them. My everybody has something different. Mine was I could not. It was like Samson from the Bible, like how he cut his hair and lost his powers. If I cut my fingernails like the day of or the game before, I had a terrible game. So now I'm actually the polar opposite of it where I've gotten into the habit of like I've changed my thinking on it. So like I almost do it on the day of because then I'm like, oh, yeah, I can actually play better. But, yeah, in high school. So they'd get – I mean, when you're playing three times a week, I wasn't cutting them at all that week. So it was getting pretty bad.
0: By the way, I just thought of this. Uh, I thought it was funny that you were talking about defense with James Harden. Defending the high poke, uh, defense and James Harden in the same suit. Hey, he's hard. Nah. I think he's always kind of he, – he's taken some plays off. I'll give him that. But I think overall James Harden's kind of got a bad rip when it comes to not playing defense thing i mean he's definitely taking plays off but when he wants to defend he's actually a a pretty good defender that's what
1: i was gonna say yes and no he does deserve you know to get criticized because he definitely (laughs) gives up some easy buckets and stuff but the one thing I'd say is defensively, if you watch him, the area that he's most underrated in is his post-defense. Because think about, they run a almost 90% of the time they're switching screens. Depends on who they're playing, what their matchups are. But he ends up getting switched on bigs a lot of times. And whenever he gets a big and they're one-on-one posting up, he's a lot more physical and a lot stronger than what people think. So he can hold his own down there. He doesn't move his feet as well. He reaches a lot and then –
0: It's really weird he moves his feet so well on the offensive end but not on the defensive yeah. end.
1: What's hard, I mean, I, in my opinion. Like I've always said, if you – like we'll play open gym, I can come home and tell you the buckets that somebody scored on me that I didn't want. He's, I think, mentality trying to say, if I score more than what you score, then my team should win. So it's just differences in mentality. And obviously he's at a level where he's at because of – what he can do offensively, not because of what he can do defensively. So, offense wins in the
0: NBA. I'll tell you this, man. When I saw him, you know, in the McDonald's All-American game and then in Arizona State and even early on in the Thunder, I never thought he would be this level. I thought he could be good, but I never thought he would be this level.
1: No, I, I wouldn't say that I thought that either too because you're talking about, I mean, probably a top three player in the NBA right now. Like, oh, yeah. definitely top five, but arguably top three. You got Katie and LeBron, and LeBron's kind of on the tail end of that conversation Shh. right now, and Don't Giannis Don't is you moving in. So,
0: yeah. Who would you take? If you were picking right now, who would you take? Giannis or Harden? Like, the drafting conversation? Yeah. Or MVP or what? No, no, drafting. Like, if you're starting a team right now, who are you taking?
1: Drafting right now, I'm taking Giannis, because it's two ways. <laughs> It's the style of the NBA fits his game. I mean, he can drive, draw and dish, he can finish at the rim. Defensively, he's toughest matchup in the
0: NBA cuz he can guard 1 through 5. I don't know if he's the toughest matchup, I'd still probably give it to KD just because no I'm
1: saying him on the defensive end. Oh okay. End. Yeah. No, of I, course KD yeah. is a much better offensive player, but I'm yeah. saying to be able to guard 1 through 5. Yeah. There's literally nobody else in the league who I can think who does that
0: besides LeBron. But LeBron's oh. with I don't I mean, are you talking about at the at the same level as him? Yeah. But, see, I think LeBron guards smaller guys better than what he does, and he guards bigs better than what LeBron does. I
1: think LeBron is barbecued chicken.
0: That's what I'm saying. I think I think he guards bigs better than LeBron does, but I think LeBron guards smaller guys better than what Giannis does. What
1: LeBron does better is LeBron understands tendencies and makes reads a lot better. So he, his IQ is much better than Giannis's. But I wouldn't even say he guards smaller better because – Giannis's length makes up for something like LeBron can't do. But LeBron's athleticism is off the charts, so that helps him too, but yeah. now when getting older, you lose some of that. It just
0: man, it, it I know I've said this a thousand times, but yeah. it still just blows my mind with just the athletes that we get to watch at this mm-hmm. in this era, dude, like Yeah. People can say of all, all the great players we are watching like superior athleticism and it's Amazing that we get to watch it night in and night out, and you can watch literally any team, and they're going to have one athlete that would be the best player in certain areas just because of just because of his athleticism.
1: Well, I'm not even talking about best players, but you're talking about overall athletic accomplishments and stuff. Think about it; they just had the high school kid run the fastest hundred meter dash,
0: yeah, was recently it nine
1: nine eight, I think it was. You know what? I think that is attributed. I think you're correct, yes. Yeah. But I, I attribute all of that to. It's the whole idea of your mind telling you one thing and your body telling you something else. Physically, people think in their head they can't do certain things, and then once you break through that wall, now you've got a new goal. So once you set the bar at what it is, got to jump over that bar, and then the bar again, and then jump over it. So everybody's pushing each other to get better, and that's what I like in my opinion. I mean, overall quality of the basketball that we watch now is, in my opinion, pretty good. So all the people who came before have raised it to that I hate how level.
0: People were always like, "I can't watch the NBA; they don't play defense." Yeah. Dude, go back and look at the '80s. I mean, you had teams like the Nuggets back then scoring 150, 160 points.
1: Yeah, but it's better offense just beats good defense sometimes. But, but like, that's it's what I'm not. saying.
0: Like people want to say that, but then you have. You have that era where it was like Olay defense all the time, and they would just let people go to the rim.
1: Yeah, but that's my thing. Even then, people insinuate that people aren't trying or that they aren't capable. It's just literally these guys are – they're professional athletes. Like, yeah. they get paid to score. This isn't, no, no offense to anybody, but this isn't soccer. This isn't hockey. This isn't any sport where you score, like, one goal and you've got a chance to win. This is your scoring on 50% of your possessions.
0: No offense to people that like soccer. They, they can take the offense.
1: I'm good with that, too. Yeah. I'm
0: fine with hockey because at least they can fight in there. Yeah. I do. Hockey in person is actually pretty cool.
1: Yeah, we used to have the frogs. Remember? The river
0: the river frogs. Yep. Oh, yeah. I, I, went, them, went, I, I caught those. a puck
1: one time at one of those. I don't know if it was thrown or if they hit it in there because I was pretty young, but I remember I had a puck going home, and I remember thinking, dude, that thing. Like, all I could think about is if I'm a goalie or somebody else and they're shooting this thing at me, that's bad news,
0: bro. Oh, <laughs> this <That's laughs> is bad news. It is not fun.
1: And also, how does this glass hold up? Like, when they're shooting these shots and it hits this glass, how's this not going to come through like a bullet and kill me? So Yeah. Yeah, it was scary.
0: I mean, I'm sure it's bulletproof glass.
1: Yeah, but that thing, I'm telling you, that's a big oh, bullet, I felt, I felt, and it's moving
0: at high speeds. I felt, I felt those pucks before. Yeah. But speaking on the Warriors and uh, Rockets. Yep. So there was the big controversy after Game One of the uh, no calls, the no calls, and I kind of want to give my opinion on it because I've I've kept I've kept my hand out of it all weeks, just so we could talk about it on here yeah uh because the thing is is the with harden is he always gets calls is what everyone says he always gets the calls he shouldn't be able to complain okay so the last one where he claims he got fouled by draymond i don't think was a foul at all but yeah the first three the, in the first, first half. three were absolutely fouls right you play have with to let, most of them right you have to you have to let the player land Right, you're literally stepping underneath someone's jump shot.
1: I think Clay gets away with a ton of fouls too. Like Clay's notorious for bodying up people and then kind of giving the what? I wasn't touching him, bro.
0: I wasn't. About that thing I shared today of Andre Iguodala. Iguodala, that was so perfect.
1: And like, it's true. I watched that Philly too.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I used, to, I just don't like anyone that plays for the Warriors right now because I don't like the Warriors. I used to like Iguodala when he played for Philly. I think I just you have to
1: kind of like McKinney though. I mean,
0: I, I just don't, if, if he's wearing a Warriors jersey, I don't, I don't like
1: him. Yeah, but he's got
0: a great story.
1: He he was a guy who went and he played in some small leagues, like a Mexican league and another league. I forget where the other foreign league was. He paid hundred and seventy five dollars to try out with the Bulls. He makes the G League team. They get end up getting a contract, and now is playing meaningful minutes with the Warriors. He like, still
0: plays for the Warriors. Yeah, but Damian the Lee plays for the Warriors, and I don't I don't care for him. No, right no, no.
1: Now. Let's let's get this correct. What's he do?
0: Damian Lee plays – he sits he, on the he, bench he, for the Warriors. Thank you. But he's A. He, you see w- who he's tagging, though. So w-
1: Why is he on the bench of the Warriors?
0: Because of who he's tagging. Correct. But, but you act like the Duke not hoop, though.
1: No, of course not. I've always said to you, if you play any level of college basketball, I have respect for you. So the same goes for NBA. If, if you're in a professional league, then I think you're incredible. But do I think that Damian Lee is on the level of – I would say literally he's – I would say Damian Lee is bottom 10% of the NBA.
0: I would agree with that. Yeah. I would agree with that
1: 100%. And if I were Damian Lee, like I would use that as fuel, but I also would probably acknowledge that and probably not be mad about that because it's the NBA. You know That's what like, I would,
0: You know what I would say? What? Bro, I'm getting paid. I don't care what you say. Yeah. I'm bottom 10% of the league, but I guess what I'm still in the upper 10% of probably wealth. Doing. I mean, forget
1: even about the money at that point. The money is obviously important important but you're getting paid to do what you love like every single day he's working on his craft he's getting championship hopefully (laughs) i mean not hopefully as in you know what i'm saying yeah
0: um but i i I wanted to put that out there because um there's always the statement that harden always gets calls blah 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 first off that's not harden's fault uh second off if you don't like it then learn to do it yourself
1: yeah, you gotta give them credit for understanding how the rules are written
0: and then also how the game is called. It goes to exactly what you just mentioned before we start talking about this. They get paid to score. Yeah. He gets paid to get buckets. That's yeah. what he gets paid to do. He gets paid to do that. So why not? It's that's like telling someone, Hey man, I want you to go build me a house. Right. But then you expect him to build it like cavemen did. Oh yeah, let's go make our own clay and make it out of mud. No, you're gonna you're gonna get a guy that wants to do it the fastest way and get it done the best way. Right, modernized technology. So why technology. are you getting mad at someone that is going and doing something? The modern way now, like yeah. you are saying, but is doing it the best way for himself. Well, I
1: think that's what has impressed me is they've won at a high level. Now, obviously, the complaint is he's not winning in the playoffs because they're calling it a little bit differently in playoffs. But think about it. Last year, they had a chance to beat the Warriors. They should have. Without CP3, too. So, yeah. that's a big deal. And then, obviously, this year they're down 2-0. But those two games were on the Warriors' home court. So, you're supposed to protect home court, in my opinion, which – You know, I I can't blame them for doing.
0: Yeah. But the other series, you got uh, Denver and Portland.
1: Yeah, which I think should be a good series as well, too. Like, that very well could go to seven.
0: Yeah. Which is crazy to think because you think, at least to me, I mean, you think that the Thunder could have given them a better series. And, I mean... Man, I I don't know.
1: Matchup-wise, I think you're correct, because I think Adams on Jokic is a much better matchup, even though uh, Jokic is is not mobile in the sense of quick, but he's mobile in the sense of he runs a lot of high-screen and roll action and and pick-and-pop action and and things of that nature. So you would think that Portland would have people who can defend them, Myers-Leonard, Zach Collins— Anis Cantor isn't guarding anybody. You know, he's he's like a James Harden of the defensive world. But still, matchup wise you would think that makes sense. And then obviously I think Denver has great matchups for Lillard and McCollum. Yeah. I mean you got Gary Harris, you got Malik Beasley. Jamal Murray's not that great defensively, but he plays really, really hard. And then he's going to make you work on the defensive end, too, where he's scoring on you. So, yeah, I'd say Denver has the better matchup in this series. And that's a 2-3 matchup, so I like that as well, too. Um, But it's like I said, I'd like to see seven games of that matchup.
0: Absolutely. Um, I kind of wish this would have went – again this is it's houston's fault because golden state did what they needed to do but i kind of wish we could have seen houston golden state in the western conference finals if i'm being honest if i'm being honest
1: well it was actually close i mean think about it houston had the two seed for a while and the last three games pretty much dictated. last four games dictated you know who was going to fall where portland was down at six for a while portland won you know a couple games in a row and ended up jumping up to the three seed and then denver like i said denver had a best chance at two early on. They lost a couple games, and then they finished strong. Heck, they were the one for a
0: while. Yeah. I honestly would have rather seen uh, Portland-Golden State to see a Lillard-Curry matchup, I guess you would say. Uh, Because, I mean, Curry's going to have to guard one of those two guards, and I think he's going to get chewed by either one of them. Because I don't really think Curry's a great on-ball defender. Like, that's one that I don't understand. Why does Harden get so much crap, but Curry never does? Yeah. Curry's not a good on-ball defender, and no one ever brings it up.
1: Have you ever watched Curry – well, I know you've watched him, but have you ever, like, watched the subtleties of when he's getting, like, those open looks? The dude literally grabs people and shoves them or throws them, and he doesn't look like a big dude. But you want to talk about getting away with stuff. Like, I've never seen
0: anything like it. That's the thing with their team. And that's, like, that's another reason why, like, I I mean, first of all, I didn't like them because – They were always playing against LeBron. Right. Second of all, I didn't like them because I was tired of them being treated as, like, God's team. Like, oh, they're such angels. They never do anything wrong. But you got Draymond over kicking people in the balls. You got him raking people in the face. You got Steph Curry hitting people with with his mouthpiece. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I, I'm, it, but no one ever. It, LeBron stubs his toe and gets upset about it, and people are like, "Well, there goes LeBron flopping again." Yeah, like so, like it's the the major things or the 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 things that were just so different with the, with the way people treated stuff made me hate the Warriors, and yeah. Like, it, I just can't stand them. Well, it's interesting
1: because I think LeBron was the golden child until he left Cleveland. Am I wrong in thinking that? I mean, I, I, uh, I don't remember him having. I still think that Kobe.
0: I still think that Kobe. No, he had a lot of haters because had a lot of people always talk crap to me. Yeah, they were usually Detroit Pistons. It was Kobe. (laughs) I think Kobe was the golden child, and then I think once Kobe was,
1: Kobe was like the black sheep for a while. Kobe was not the golden child
0: until the end of his career. It, it still blows my mind that people try to say that Kobe's better than LeBron career-wise. It still blows my mind with that. Well, I don't even think that's a... I mean, I
1: I don't like those conversations because I'm like, everybody has a different game and Kobe is a great player and LeBron is a great player. Why do we need to... Why in today's culture do we have to say one of them is quote-unquote the goat, or one of them is better than the other one? Because like, that's
0: what we do. Yeah, but in this that's case – we have candy brackets, BJ.
1: It, I'm good with the candy brackets. But in this case, we're talking about a five-on-five sport where there's 12 players on a roster and then you're wanting a one-on-one matchup. To me, that makes no sense. That's like, hey, in, in chess, the queen is the best player. Well, okay, that's great. Like – what does that mean? Can you win without your queen? Yeah. Can you – I mean, probably not a good reference at all, probably a terrible reference, but you see where I'm going. You know what I'm
0: saying? Yeah, LeBron's better. I don't even think Kobe's the best Laker. I don't think Kobe is the – Is I think Kobe is the – third best laker of all time
1: yeah the definition of all those roles are very important i mean that's the thing kareem's got to be in the conversation and then magic's got to be in the conversation
0: i would here's here's where you call me crazy i would put james worthy no no (laughs) no. you had the you had the you had the number one right in my opinion yeah with magic i think magic's the best over kareem i don't think kareem is top three lakers I think I think it's Magic Shaq Kobe Kareem. Yeah, it's tough. And see, here's the thing. I know that First of all, the, Shaq
1: wasn't even a Laker for that long. Second he of the, all, he
0: was there for a lot longer than what th- people realize. 4 years? And and Lakerland, he yeah. was there 8 years. I don't think that's correct. Kobe got drafted in 96. Yeah. He won the title. He was there 7 years. He won the title with Man. with Wade in what 05. I don't know. You know I don't know years um, well.
1: I couldn't even tell yeah, you.
0: Yeah, Wade got drafted in 03. They won a title off. So he was there eight years. I thought okay. Yeah, he was he was in he played for the Lakers. You gotta think they three There's no way that's right, is it? I promise you, dude, he got there in ninety-six. Yeah.
1: But yeah. S- still, I, I, I don't understand how you can put Shaq over kareem as far as what they did for the game and everything Shaq is probably the most dominant
0: center of all time but i'd say second and that's that may dominant be a, though using the keyword uh, dominant yes absolutely I, I think the most dominant player of all time is a center who will chamberlain I mean, Will Chamberlain, the dominating yeah. numbers that he had were – yeah, he was there eight years, 96-04. What?
1: Yeah, that's impressive. Was that – yeah, height and stature, he was playing against different different uh, players.
0: I mean, I agree with that 100%. I'm just saying as far as like total dominance, though, I would take him. I would take Wilt over 81. Yeah. As just someone that just completely. And the thing is, is like the reason I credit him even more is because he shot a terrible percentage from the free throw line. Yeah. So did Shaq.
1: Shaq, did you see the the whole Shaq and Barkley thing, by the way, last night? I did. That cracks me up every
0: time because, (laughs)
1: like, Shaq's being serious and Barkley just eggs him on even more.
0: Shaq's being serious and all the other three are literally either laughing at him or making fun of him.
1: Yeah, which is always how it is, too. EJ, sometimes you can tell he's getting uncomfortable. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, I know where this is going. And then even, too, EJ's gotten more relaxed with what Shaq is saying because, I mean, he was dropping some bombs last night where they were just letting it fly. They're like, all right, here it goes. He's going to move some furniture around. That's my
0: favorite. By the way, did you watch any what they even referenced in that, the Felipe Lopez 30 for 30? Did you watch any of it? No. Oh, it was really good. Yeah. I didn't finish the whole thing because I forgot it was on, but I had DVR'd it. Yeah. So I watched it until late, dude. It's really, really good. It's sad, though. Is it? Because you realize that, like, I mean, do you know the story about Felipe Lopez at all?
1: I don't know it as well as I should, so, no. So,
0: I, I, I didn't either. So don't feel bad. So, I mean, I'm not going to ruin the movie for anybody because the dude is a real person. Yeah. And, like, literally all you had to do is just Google this guy's name. And you can – I would always heard of Felipe Lopez, but I didn't really know that much about him. Yeah. So, Felipe Lopez was pretty much like Michael Jordan again, like the second coming of Jordan. He okay. was the number one rated player in college basketball. So, from where? He grew up in the Dominican Republic. His parents, when he was 12 years old, uh, took them all to, or they were all sitting down at dinner, and his dad was like, all right, we're moving to America. We're just, we're going to move to America. Pursue a better life. Yeah. And he was the weird kid in the Dominican Republic because he loved playing basketball. And everyone in the Dominican Republic played baseball. Yeah. So they go to the, wherever you go to get your visas. I can't remember what it's called. And they grant everyone visas except for the youngest two kids. <laughs> so he gets left there and his sister gets left there. And they're 12. He's 13 and his sister is like 14 or 15. So
1: they still went, though.
0: Oh, yeah. They still went. Man. And uh, he tells a story about how like he used to go and steal wood from people's yards and stuff that had extra wood for this lady that cooked meat, and she would give him extra meat and stuff. And then finally, after two years, his parents got to come back, and they brought him. Yeah. So he comes to America in eighth grade. He's a 6'3", eighth grader, and he's just an athletic freak. And, he's st- and he didn't understand English, and people thought that because he was so tall that he had failed. <laughs> so, like, he said that people used to come up to him and be like, Felipe, are you dumb? Yeah. And he'd be like, yeah, yeah. And he would go, like, he was dunking <laughs> the ball because he could dunk. So, he was like, this whole time, I thought people were being my friend and being friendly, but they were asking if I was dumb. Right. Like, so, long story short, basically, the, the guy blows up. Number one player from the time he's a freshman in high school, number one player in the nation. Uh, Iverson's in his class, a couple other big people are in his class. Like, senior class and he's the number one rated player okay so by the end of his career he's a mcdonald's all-american wins the mvp of a of a uh, tournament down in south carolina that kevin garnett's in just completely torches kevin garnett's team wins the mvp of that wins the mvp of the state tournament wins the mvp of the magic johnson all-star game wins the mvp of the mcdonald's game wins gatorade player of the year wins everything number one player in the nation sonny vaccaro the shoe man The Shoe Man. If you haven't seen that 30 for 30 either, that's another great one. Yeah. Fantastic movie. Uh, He's a storyteller. Oh, absolutely. He tells this family, he says, look, Felipe, you need to cash in right now. He actually had an offer. I forgot to mention this. He actually had an offer as a junior in high school to go play in Spain for $500,000, and that was just guaranteed money. Yeah. So he would have made more money if he stayed healthy. It was 500000 then the next year would have been $750, and he So, he'd been making a million dollars as a junior in high school. Yeah. So.
1: It's like a young Luka Doncic, 14, much, making money. Pretty
0: much. <laughs> says, after his senior year, because he decides to stay there. He played for Rice High School, School of Edgar Sosa. Um, he decides to stay in high school. They win their first state title since the 60s. And he uh, – he says, all right, you should go to the NBA. And his family's like, his mom's like, no, nah, he's way too skinny. I don't think he should. But at the end of the day, I'm going to let him pretty much make his decision. But I'm giving my two cents worth. We're a really tight-knit family. So I don't, I think if he goes now, he's going to get eaten alive. Yeah. So he goes to St. John's. Absolutely choose his freshman year St. John's. Yeah. But they're not winning. So he gets the brunt of it. He's – because you got to think, back then, back then, this is 92, 93. You make the cover of Sports Illustrated like you're that dude. Right. He makes the cover of Sports Illustrated as a true freshman.
1: Right.
0: So everyone's like, oh, I'm coming at this dude. Oh, so, yeah. So. It's a way for them to make a name off your back. Absolutely. So, again, he play for St. John's. St. John's is playing Georgetown and Madison Square Garden where Iverson played for Georgetown. Uh, Iverson's high school teammate was a point guard for St. John's team. But the coach didn't start him. Okay. So he said, Iverson, this this is a story that everyone says. So I love this story. Iverson said, looks on the court. This is before the tip-off. And they're, like, going up there. He's like – he looks on the bench and sees his old high school teammate, which is the point guard for St. John's. Yeah. he goes over to the coach. He goes, you ain't starting him? He goes, no. He goes, that's dumb. I'm giving you all 40. Score that sounds like Iverson, too. Score 39 on him, but St. John's won. Yeah. But that game was like the turning point of when people kind of like started turning on Felipe Lopez. And it was like, yeah, he's scoring, but they're not winning. But even though they won that game, they started losing games that they shouldn't. Yeah. And then, so at that point, you know, your stock's high still. You should go. He doesn't go again. And he comes back for a sophomore year and just stays too long. Yeah. So that's kind of where I stopped, but, like, you can kind of feel it, like, going towards that. And you start to feel bad for him because it's like he didn't do anything wrong as a person other than to just stay somewhere for too long. right? So, like. Which isn't like, bad as a person. He's yeah. trying to better himself and, and it just probably felt something. loyal
1: to St. John's a little bit, too. They gave him an opportunity. Well, that, that was his home. Like, yeah. it, did you record it?
0: No. It, it's worth it. I mean, I, I think I gave you my ESPN Plus login, so watch it on there. Allegedly, I don't know what you're referencing. That's I mean, not illegal
1: or yeah, anything. It's, but.
0: it's mine. I mean, what, I pay for it.
1: Yeah, but, but you're not allowed to do that. That's like sharing your Netflix
0: password. No one does that. No, I, would, I don't know a single person who doesn't yeah. do that. But, um... You should watch it. I know I gave away yeah. a lot of it, but it's it's still so good. And yeah. I'm going to finish it. I'm going to finish the rest of it tonight just because of how great – I mean, it was really good. It was just like – it's like 11.40 – or it's like 11.15. I need to go to bed. Yeah. But, Cramp, um, we were talking about the playoffs. Well, that's why they started
1: talking about it because they were saying that he was better than Shaq,
0: yeah. remember? Yeah, so. he, he – and see, that's – that's what it was crazy because they uh Shaq visited him in high school, that's how big he was. Okay, so you remember Shaq went and visited LeBron, went and watched one of LeBron's games and stuff. Yeah. Shaq went to his practice, yeah, and said, I've been hearing big things about you, young fellow. I wanted to come watch you play and watch you practice. Yeah, that's how big Felipe Lopez was.
1: How, how uh, size wise, what did Felipe Lopez end
0: up again? He was like 6'5, 6'6. Okay, about playing, he, he was like almost exactly Jordan's size, playing shooting guard. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, they started picking his game apart, like, after his freshman year and stuff. And it, it just – Right. It sucked for a guy like him because especially when you hear him speak on there, he seems like a really, really nice dude. Yeah. And, of course, they're going to brush him the way that they want to. But, like, there was never any, like, bad things. At least, again, I didn't finish the movie. But right. there was never any, like, bad things that he had done that – put person. him at Yeah. Yeah. It just – he stayed somewhere too long
1: well and that's the thing with like people like Langford and stuff obviously Langford's a local legend so that's why I bring up him but I think he'd be hurting himself by staying another year at IU and even what we talked about before where if he were to play in the NIT he probably doesn't have much to gain yeah so I understand the mindset of all that but that that stinks to have somebody fall like that go through those type of things which talking about falling to yeah the Sixers falling to Toronto in that first yeah. game I mean they came back and won the next one so that's a one one series but I expect that one to be a tough series and then same thing with Milwaukee falling to
0: Boston um, your boy put his foot in his mouth again I can't I'm, not, I'm sorry I called him your boy but you yeah. did kind of defend him that day but Paul Pierce is an idiot <laughs> why well, you didn't the, hear him after game one yeah he's pretty confident oh well, series over. And then, uh. and then, then they called him on his BS like right to his face again. Yeah, didn't you just say this team was a championship contender right before this, or a champion? Yeah, they were going to contend for a championship. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, they are contending for a championship. The championship over the Boston Celtics. He's an idiot. He, I can't. But this is the thing about the East Coast. These are the four teams that we all expected. Nobody expected anything different. And these are the four matchups that we expected once we saw them get into the playoffs. Now is when the fun really starts for the East. Or obviously, you know, two games go for each of them. So matchup-wise, you've got some great matchups. And then these should be both six-game series at least. It just
0: blows my mind that the Sixers aren't better. With the talent they have, in yeah, their but five. having
1: all the pieces come in and this year and then last year, think about it. They just got Jimmy Butler early in this year's season. They just got Tobias Harris two months ago. I mean, how how do you figure out? They just got Jonathan Jonathan Simmons a month and a half ago. How do you figure out how to all play and where tendencies are? You just got Greg Monroe two weeks ago. You just got Boban Marjanovic. Bobo. Uh, so all, all these pieces are brand new pieces. The only pieces that stayed the same that are true players on the court and Bead and Simmons, and then Reddick has been there for a minute. By the
0: way, you may be biased in this, but yeah. I, I, I don't dislike them. But has any have has there ever been a pair of people that have turned into villains quicker than Simmons and Embiid than what these two have, and pretty much just during these playoffs? Embiid has kind of, like, been going at it gradually, but, like, everyone is starting to really, really hate them, especially Embiid.
1: Yeah. I see more Simmons hate than Embiid because Embiid has the comical side to him where Embiid's just giving out crud to everybody. Like, Embiid was the one who was pulling up at the... uh... Random outdoor courts and then dunking on people. Like me and you would be out there playing. He'd just pull yeah. up and then dunk on us. You know what I mean? So I love that type of stuff. And then him, him dropping,
0: I figured you'd love the 3 1 series lead. Oh, I don't. Here's the thing I don't dislike either one of them. Yeah. I, they don't bother me. I, I don't like some of the necessarily. I think that that maybe elbow on what's his face was kind of dirty about me. I thought that was kind of dirty. And the kind of joke about that, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. But everything else he does, I'm with you. I think it's comical. Yeah. But I can see how it. It would rub people the wrong way. Oh, he's a competitor too. It's one of those things you can tell
1: somebody like that doesn't like to lose. So he's he's going to play dirty. He's going to do whatever it takes to win. But I'm telling you right now, as far as Garnham, he's a matchup nightmare for anybody. Oh yeah. I think uh, Marcus Saul is going to give him a ton of problems. And then let's just say. Um, Celtics win, which I, I'm not saying they will, but I'm saying they could. I think Horford gives him a little bit of problems. I don't think Lo, Lopez has anything for him. So I think the better matchup defensively would be Horford. Um, but even Abaka has tried to play some mobile defense on him. So, yeah, Simmons is the one who they're giving credit to. I saw a meme the other day and it was pretty comical to me. But they showed a picture of Simmons' form. And he's a left-handed shooter. But when you look at his jump shot, he's got his right elbow tucked in, and then he's got his left el- uh, elbow cockeyed out to the side. He looks like he's shooting with a right-hand form, but he's shooting a left-handed jump shot. So it's like side-spinning on it. So he's got – his thing is he said, you know, he never had to shoot. Like he was always able to drive and finish over or around because he was faster, bigger, it's not stronger. an excuse anymore.
0: do you're no. professional. Yep. As, um, I'm learn to
1: shoot he works on it a ton but the thing that everybody says that i agree with is you don't like your reps come in practices and then the off season is when you start adding it into your game now in the playoffs you don't go okay i can do that and you you know you know my mentality as far as playing even if you have an open wide open three you know depending who you are on your team i think there's an easier bucket to be had and then part of the thing, I think, with that is getting your teammates involved, and that's his mentality. Like, he's, he's a guy who, if he scores, it's in transition, or it's off of a downhill drive, or it's off a back cut, something like that. So, he's getting high,
0: efficient looks. Like, I don't think what Dudley said was necessarily wrong. I think he could have said it in a better way, but I don't. He's yeah. Simmons is definitely way better in transition than he is in half court.
1: Yeah, I think the wording of it was disrespectful on a Absolute, personal yeah, level, I agree with so that. I don't think you want to light that fire under a player like that. And you look, and what he'd come out and have the next game thirty eight, so you just don't want to do that. But what he said in theory was correct as far as he's more predominantly transition based. And then I mean, the dude's six eleven as a point guard. Yeah, like, what are you expecting? I mean, do you think he's going to shoot the ball like a KD or a Steph Curry? Or a, I mean, KD's seven foot, but KD's also not a point guard. Yeah. Could be, but he doesn't have the passing skills that Simmons does. That's the only thing he doesn't have
0: probably. To, the funniest uh, meme video that I saw of Ben Simmons, because it was the video of him shooting the threes in – In the corner? No, in top of the key. Okay. And it said when you – when you drink and you start shooting, and you start sending texts out to the girls on your phone. <laughs> and you just kept missing, oh dude, I was dying, yeah, I was like, yeah, that's that's so funny, I mean, yeah, not that I've done that, but it's I just think it's funny, right, so there were some fights this past
1: weekend there was there was a lot of good ones i mean u f c and bellator both had a card, and uh u f c has got that deal with ESPN plus now so it's kind of interesting. It's kind of good and bad. It's like I said, I, I liked it better on Fox. But you had a classic guy in Jacare Souza who anybody who watches MMA would know who that is. And he's fighting a young up-and-comer, Jack Hermanson. And Hermanson put it on him, bro. And it was very impressive because he took a lot of tough body shots. I mean, in, in fighting, you think of people typically going to head shots, but you don't realize how bad those body shots hurt. And uh, he ate a lot of damage and kept moving forward. You had the former Dallas Cowboy and Carolina Panthers. Dude, he tore that guy to shreds. Did you, this is the funniest thing. I, I don't think you saw it, but did you see what um, Dana White said about the guy he was fighting after it? So the guy is 9-3, Dmitry Smolikov, right? And Cardi finishes him in the first round in basically three minutes. He finishes him. Right. Dana White's exact words were, I'd like to see the nine wins by that Dimitri guy, because he was talking about like analysts that maybe he was beating sarcastically like he had nothing for him. I mean, it's a Russian dude. So, you know, he's a hardened individual, like being raised in Russia from what I hear is pretty tough. Yeah. And then obviously there's a couple of guys who are either champions or contenders Khabib being one of them. So, yeah, I wouldn't want to mess with him, but he, he just got ran through and then uh they're pushing hardy i mean hardy's six and one and they're going to push him up pretty quickly because there's not many heavyweights up there so i wouldn't be surprised to see him fighting some big name guys in the future um actually one of the guys who he kind of qu- called out was uh Derek lewis remember the guy oh who we- yeah papas yeah and yeah. Uh, he's he's hot under his britches guy so, yeah, that was pretty comical for me to see because I think Derrick Lewis would put a beat down on him. And they also have had some back-and-forth banner where Derrick Lewis has talked about him beating women, and he said he's going to beat him like the woman he used to beat. And basically, Ooh,
0: yeah. do not that's a little too far for me.
1: Yes and no, because if you know Derrick Lewis,
0: there's not many lines that he doesn't cross. I'm talking about Hardy saying that. like that's No, kind of, Derrick Lewis said that. Yeah, he said that – didn't hardy, hardy was the, the one that got in trouble for beating women correct and he says he gave him crap for beating women Derek lewis gave hardy crap for and it. then he said his line oh so he was saying "Too hardy yeah i'm gonna beat you like the women you used to beat." yes i thought hardy came back and said i'm gonna beat you like the woman that i beat that's why <laughs> oh, that's yeah. why i was like man yeah. that's that's too far
1: If you want to embrace the villain role, that's a good way to do it. Yeah, I was like,
0: "Whoa, that's way too far." Yeah, the
1: rumor had it was that he threw the girl down on a bed full of guns too, so it wasn't just like physical intimidation. That's like talking about Russian roulette. Jeez, yeah, you you hit the wrong trigger there. That's yeah,
0: absolutely, absolutely.
1: But then the other one that I thought was a really fun fight was two guys that I really enjoy: Mike Perry and Alex Cowboy Oliveira and it's funny because perry just fought I mean, his
0: last name is aloe vera
1: yeah Oliveira.
0: like the stuff you put on sunburns i uh, like the brazilian there's a couple of oliveras but
1: yeah you could probably use some aloe vera
0: yeah aloe vera is what you put on yeah. the sunburns
1: you want me to tell you a crazy story about cowboy aloe vera I'm, all,
0: I'm always down for crazy stories so it's
1: brazil right And there's sao paulo and there's some pretty crazy places down there right um Don't know the full extent of the story, but he was injured by a grenade down there.
0: Like an ugly girl?
1: Uh, I would say he probably wished it was a grenade that he had to fall on in that nature. (laughs) But, yeah, there was basically a scuffle. I'm
0: sorry I just quoted that show. but
1: (laughs) So, yeah, you, you never know what could happen in Brazil. But, anyways, this is Perry. So Perry's fought two Cowboys in a row. The last one was Donald Cowboy Cerrone. And that was a in-training house beef, and he lost to him, and now he righted the ship and beat the other cowboy. I don't know of any other cowboys that he can fight next, but anyways, Perry looked really good. Hardy. Yeah. Hardy used to be a cowboy. That's true. I don't think Perry does well against Hardy. Hardy's like 260, I believe, he, and uh, Perry's 185, 170, mm. 170. Yeah. yeah. So he doesn't want any part of that. But so those were interesting. Those were the UFC fights. There was a couple other good ones too. Uh, Corey Sandhagen and John Lineker and then Glover Teixeira and Jan Kutalaba. But we won't go over those. And then this is what I told you about earlier I wanted to talk about. So Bellator had some fights as well too, which Bellator – I told you, it's pushing UFC to become better and better. And I really love Bellator. Like,
0: what would you compare it to? Is there anything in, other, in any other sports that's maybe it's a no. comparison?
1: Like, you would want to say with NFL, the AAFL, because they do certain well, things. Oh, no, they just got
0: closed down. Well, that's yeah. what I'm
1: saying. You would want to say them because they're doing different things, adding to it. But really, there's no competition. So, I guess it's kind of like soccer where there's, like, different leagues in Europe that compete with each other and stuff like that. But I can't think of any sports reference off the top of my head besides that that would be that. I just think it's better for these fighters because think about it. These fighters are independent contractors, so mm-hmm. you're not on a team. So you've got an opportunity to go to different places.
0: So these guys, when they fight UFC, they're not signed to UFC?
1: Yes and no. They are signed to UFC, but it's they're getting paid on an individ, individual contract rating, and they're not like um, – you, you sign a fight deal. So you'll sign five fights with them. UFC gets you those fights whenever they can. Typically, they're a win-and-show fight deal. So let's say you show up and you make the fight, you get half of your paycheck. If you win, you get the other half of your paycheck. So that's tough right there. And what people don't understand, too, is... Almost all fighters that come into the UFC, unless you've made a big name somewhere else, like you're coming from kickboxing, you're coming from, you know, your Greg Hardy or whatever it may be, are making what they call 10 and 10, $10, $10,000 to show up and $10,000 to win. And think about all the money they had to pay to get there, all the money they have to pay to fuel their body, all the money they have to pay for their um, training. And then think about the damage that you incur and all the money that you have in medical bills after too. So ten and ten ain't getting you squat. No, Hardy made seventy five and seventy five. I think he made. I know he made one hundred and fifty k for winning. So that's a different ball game. And uh, once you get to that type of level, I could see it being worthwhile.
0: So what you what you got for me?
1: So on Bellator, you had a couple of fights, right? couple things i wanted to go over is first of all there was a girl fight right and the girls are lima McFarland. mcfarlane she defended her title against veda artiga and lima split this girl so bad that you could actually see her skull in this fight one of the nastiest things i've ever seen in my life And she's, I mean, Alimaleh's a bad chick, right? So that one was tough. But that brings me to the other fight, which is Rory McDonald and John Fitch. John Fitch is more of a wrestling background. Rory we've seen previously in UFC, but he likes the stand-up world. He can mix it up on all levels, too. He's got it. He's a GSP prodigy, basically. So think of that type of style. And... It ends up being John Fitch throws a wrench in Rory's plans. A lot of people thought this could happen, but the style was just a tough way to go. They end up tying and basically calling it a unanimous draw because one guy votes 46-48. So it ends up being that Fitch won on that card. The other two guys vote 47-47 to tie. Well, what that means is in this tournament that Rory McDonald wins and advances in the tournament because he's the reigning champion. This is where things get wrong or get odd. And this is where I want to see your perspective and opinion on it. But Rory gets on the mic after, you know, they always do these conversations, interviews after, and basically comes out and says he thinks that part of the reason why he didn't have his best showing is that he's a new man and he's changed with age and having a child and and religion. He's getting more religious and everything. And he doesn't have the will to inflict damage, harm, and violence on another man. And so my question to you kind of is, first and foremost, do you think that's real? Or do you think that's potentially somebody covering up for not having his best showing? And then part two of that is, how would you react and how would you proceed if you started having those feelings in a sport like
0: MMA? Well, first off, I'm going to go to the tie thing. That should never yeah. happen in a sport like that. Right. That should never happen. Yeah. So that, let's go ahead and throw that one to the side. Yeah. Uh, Which for,
1: I've heard mixed opinions on that, by the way. Brendan there should never Schaub, there
0: should never be a tie in fighting.
1: I agree in theory. I don't think there should ever be a tie in anything. But Brendan Schaub, who does the Rat King with yeah. Theo Vaughn, or the Beasting and the Rat King, he had a good point where he was like, when you see these two dudes lay it all on the line, and when you see them have a fight as close as what they are, and paycheck-wise, it's what I told you earlier, I think they both deserve to be paid. And on the cards, it should go as a unanimous draw where it's not one guy gets a win and one guy gets a loss. So that's the only reason I... mean, it's tough for
0: me to argue with Brendan Schaub because he did it. Yeah. But I I just hate seeing that.
1: Yeah, I don't enjoy it typically. Once I Um, heard that, that kind of changed my perspective a little bit, though.
0: So your first question was... Do I think he's being legitimate with saying what he said? Yeah. I'm going to tie both of them together. And I know that that sounds kind of like cliché-ish at first, but I'll come around to why I'm saying it. Okay. So uh, do I think he's covering up for something? No. And what would I do if I was in that situation? Yeah. So the reason I don't think he's covering up for something, first off, it takes – it takes balls to get into the ring to do that anyway. Yeah, Dude, and now he's
1: had some wars too. If you look at the Robbie Lawler
0: fights, that's yeah. some of the bloodiest. MMA and fights I'm gonna go I've ahead and warn seen. some people real quick. I'm gonna get pretty deep in this in this next part right here. Yeah, again, this is you literally just asked me this, so I literally am just thinking of this. Right,
1: this is why I wanted to put you on yeah, the spot because, so, like I said, there's a human element
0: with, with something with saying something like that where he's saying he's different with. Um, with being a father with maybe a religious stuff something that is really big in society today is the lack of someone wanting to be vulnerable yeah and someone being vulnerable in a state like that and and where I'm going with this is this guy is supposed to be tough right like as far as masculinity goes in a sport for a man this is one of those ones that needs to be the highest right (coughs) that's what people are expecting from you and for a guy to step out and say this is why this stuff happened right Uh, because there's been plenty of times where guys have come out and said i don't think i trained properly right there's been plenty of times i think that other excuses yeah I don't think that these were excuses. I think this is a legitimate thing. Yeah. And the fact, I know a lot of people aren't going to agree with me on this. The fact that he would come out and say that, especially on national television, to say, "Hey, this is why," right. I I got respect for this dude. Yeah. To, to show a, a vulnerable state on TV where it's not popular to do that as a as a male. Right. To. to to really show a soft side i guess you could say i'm doing air quotes dude more power to you man now what would i do and if i'm in this situation yeah um it's tough to say because at the end of the day i'm sure he still has either either a he has what you were saying in contract stuff he may have stuff where he's already signed right can't do anything about it do you want to take the loss on that money and do that. What's the, the
1: good and the bad thing is he's fighting for Bellator, which the Bellator guy who operates it is Scott Coker. I think Scott Coker would allow him out of his contract. if, And basically the agreement would be if he wanted to come back and fight again, then he'd have to fight for Bellator, would be my guess. Okay. UFC would never let him do it. UFC would make him fight that out or there would be some fine or
0: something. My thing is, it's it, I think it goes to really what every – athlete that you've ever heard retire has always said the reason they quit right i just didn't i didn't have the love for it anymore the passion i didn't have the passion for it anymore and i think what he's getting at is i just don't really have the passion for this anymore like yeah it's not that i didn't it's not that i never loved it because he did love it at one point because he put so much work into it and he still does but i think at this point it's turning into a job for him yeah
1: well, he started out as a young prodigy, too. And it's yeah. like I had said, he's had some wars. So I think you pretty much hit the
0: nail on the head with all I, that. Probably. I think, no, I don't think he's wrong in saying what he said. Because, like I said, just to preface, or just to go back over what I said, yeah. I think it's very commendable as a as a male in a sport that supports so much masculinity to right. come out and say such a vulnerable thing.
1: Think about it, It's like you said. He did not have to say that. And it's very <laughs> interesting that he wanted, I mean, he, you know, He's choosing to say that, and he knows it's going to be aired nationally, and then he knows it's going to be the talk of the week come Monday whenever the week rolls around. Yeah. So I, I think it's like you said. I agree with you in the sense of I think he was being genuine. And the thing is, it it scares me on a couple of levels because I don't think that's something you come back from. I don't think that's something that you ever want the will to come and do harm to another man in a cage like that again. So one of two things could happen. Either A, he can change his style and go more to a wrestling style and try to dominate, and therefore the fans will turn on him, which I don't want to see. Or B, unfortunately, he could get himself very hurt in this game. And so I'm I'm kind of hoping, hoping what happens is being as though it was a unanimous draw and he basically tied this dude. It's like yeah. I said, they're in a tournament for his weight division. I'd be okay with Rory stepping away from the game, retiring essentially, allowing John Fitch to move forward in the tournament. Then this tournament would determine a new champion for that weight division. So just get out now kind of when you're sliding under the radar – Instead of going through another fight, and then, you know, John Fitch is an older guy, another former UFC guy. He kind of deserves a title shot at this point in his career, too. So, yeah, tough tough to see and tough to hear, but I think you're you're pretty much correct. And I think definitely perspective change on that type of stuff.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely, and I don't blame him at all. But um, bringing a lot of the week back, yep. and what a week to bring it.
1: A lot of repercussions involved now. There are.
0: These these decisions
1: become tougher and tougher once they're on the line. Speaking of
0: our new hair thing, yeah, and you referenced him earlier, I got tickets to see the Rat King today. Yep. For those of you who don't know who the Rat King is, he's become my most recent hero. Um, hero. I, I love Theo Vaughn. Like, he could just look at me a weird way, and I would laugh. And not because he's ugly or anything. It's just He literally is he one of those people that just cracks me up. Yeah. He he is one of the funniest people on the planet right now, in my opinion.
1: He's got an interesting outlook on life, man.
0: Absolutely, and I love that he's country and says, "Bruh, I love that." Yeah, I love that.
1: Well, he says
0: he's from, I believe, Lafayette, Louisiana. Yeah, it's the suburb. It's like the I'm, my right. my thing is, is it would be probably like Shepherdsville to Louisville.
1: Yeah. He definitely, what he says, it's a smaller town. It's not a big town. Yeah. So he, he's he got a lot of country as far as what he does, but he's also got the urban aspect. I think he uh, he understands where a lot of people come from, too, because he's lived in a lot of different places. He's been on a lot of different shows. He's got a good perspective, and he's a guy who doesn't take himself too seriously.
0: That's not at I'm all. Like. Yeah. Not at all. I can't wait, dude. I get fifth row seats to see him at, at the Kentucky Center. Uh, it's in August. If you haven't seen Theo Vaughn, either A look up a couple clips of him on YouTube and you'll crack up. Or B look at his net his Netflix special that's on there, no offense. It's what it's called, no offense. I'm not saying no offense. It's called <laughs> No Offense. Dude is crazy. He just I mean, he has great stories about the the last time that he or the the time before he got sober and he went on a cab ride and when he had to be on the radio at seven in the morning. That's a great story. Just, just so many things, dude, that it's like the small... The small things is what cracks me up. Yeah, the nuances <laughs> to
1: his stories are, I mean, you... The thing is, I wonder how much of it all is true and how much he's embellishing. And then you listen to him tell it over and over, and you're like, "No, he's really being truthful. He's just a really good storyteller." I don't too. know,
0: man. Like some of the, he goes, I, I, I heard one the other day that he did. I don't remember the exact verbiage or exact words what he said. Yeah, but he said something to Brendan Shop, and Brendan Shop was just like. Well, what?
1: You can't respond to it.
0: Like, Dumbfounded. Yeah. And, like, if you make someone like that speechless, which Brendan Shop has a lot of – is on a lot of podcasts and has his own couple podcasts as well. Yeah. Like, if you can make somebody like that speechless, like, <laughs> you've done a good job. Yeah. And – but, yeah. Side note, I'm going to see him August 17th. Can't wait. Pretty pumped. But that was just a reference to the mullet that BJ will be wearing here in a couple weeks
1: as well as a reference to all the young beautiful ladies out there who would like to go see that with brandon (laughs) could be an extra ticket available potentially
0: yeah because someone else was supposed to go
1: in the fifth row dead center
0: to be fair i have two other friends going as well i bought four tickets so it's not just me i'm not going to sit by myself like steven glansberg you know just that's a that is a, a super bad reference for all you people out there but it's it's, it's people out there it's derby you think week. we got aliens is this robots listening to our show it's derby week bro correct and what a week to bring back lock of the week with derby something
1: week. that we know less of than anything speak else in the world for
0: yourself yep all right i did speak for yourself
1: i actually know a jockey who was the first jockey to ever win a million dollar race won it in macau china like you know him no i know him personally he's about four foot nine actually he's, i don't know what height he is Are you I talking about greg <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> gregman you know, in
1: china greg you'd have to cut in thirds to be able to ride because I think they say they weigh about ninety pounds roughly, but this this dude his name's Billy Fox.
0: I ain't weigh ninety pounds. It's like second grade. That's legit too. Yeah, I don't know. Like I remember I they had pounds. this thing, this little this little beef story, little beef nugget. Okay. Uh, There's this little thing at Harvest oh, homecoming. I remember I was in third grade, man.
1: Yeah. And was it was they this, guess your weight type
0: deal? N- no, it was like oh, this little okay. like a uh, little tractor pull thing, but it was the little pedal cart. Yeah. Do you remember that? Do no. those things back in the day? No, whatsoever. So, like, they had certain weight classes, and I remember the cutoff was 100 pounds. And I It's to, a race,
1: though, you're saying? No,
0: you just had to pull it the farthest. Oh. Yeah. I came in second.
1: I wasn't involved in this type of competition. I came in second. I don't think I would have fared so well.
0: Because you had long legs?
1: I think just because I was weak more than any. I was fragile.
0: Yeah. See, I weighed 100 pounds, so you thought that I should have? I should have won. I was kind of a... I don't know. Ringer.
1: I, they had you as a ringer.
0: I see. They, it sucked me because I was put against like a lot of older kids. Yeah. But because of my weight, but like, like I wasn't as developed. Yeah. Were
1: yeah. any of your family members taking side bets on the side? No.
0: I mean, Matt. <laughs> Matt was like first grader. Right. And. I, I think hey, if he, I
1: had a younger brother, I'd be like, "Hey, bro, you want that twenty dollars side bet?" You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I Matt. Matt, I, got man, I remember
0: this. I don't know if Matt's going to remember this story. Hopefully, he listens to this and he's like. Oh, man, I remember this. Matt had a uh, – remember Big Wheels? Yeah. He had the a big three-wheeler? Wheel. or the, little, the Big Wheel, like, pedal, pedal cart. Yeah, Not one pedal big cart. wheel on the front, two yeah. wheels on the back. Yeah. yeah, a little tricycle type thing. Yeah. So it was a Big Wheel race, and he was actually in a Big Wheel race in that same thing. And Ooh. I just happened to go and was like, oh, I want to do this little tractor pull thing. It was just yeah. like a little pedal cart, and, like, there was a weight on the back of it. And, like, the further you went, the heavier it got by in the front. Okay. So, like, the weight would move. And that's what it did, and I end up coming in second. So you just try to get the most distance. Oh, and it's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, like I said, a little beef nugget.
1: Harvest homecoming, they've got a bunch of random stuff that they do. I, I like those things. Great yeah. food. No, not that great of food. That, dude, they got uh, great food. Wow, really, bro? They great
0: have, food, dude. Chicken you just and said dumplings. Great. You used the word great. And they great. have great food at Harvest Homecoming.
1: No, they don't have great anything at Harvest Homecoming.
0: They've got good. Dude. Come on now.
1: Listen, the donuts are decent. I'm not waiting an hour for no donut for anywhere. You just talk
0: to me when you want those donuts because I, I know some people.
1: Well, so do I because, you know, my buddy Nick who was in here earlier who works for Big Fireworks. Okay. He just got them a couple weeks ago and said, hey, you want me to bring you some? And I said, no.
0: I happen to know the Masons that make those personally. Oh. Yeah. Do you like, know their
1: secret recipe?
0: Um, I because no. guess
1: what? It's not that special.
0: You make a deep-fried donut, and then you put some glaze on it, and boom. I'm going to go ahead and tell you this here, bro. Yeah, tell me. My mom's homemade donuts yeah. are crushing any donut anyway. Really? Absolutely. Hey,
1: you gave your story earlier. I'm going to give a quick story. let when, when I used to live the trade show life and was doing the light-up toy thing, we had a trade show down in Tampa, Florida, and I had my wisdom teeth removed two days before i was supposed to actually a day before i was supposed to fly down there like today i would have had them removed tomorrow i would have had a flight in the morning not a good idea so needless to say back that flight up fly down the next day I'm having them pop and bleed in the air not an enjoyable experience but we get down there and there's a vendor across from us who is like have you ever had the old O'Charlie's donuts that had like sugar glaze on them it's like a glaze but then it's sugar over top of them Yeah. so he's like pumping these bad boys out because he's selling the devices to make them O'Charlie's was one of his customers that he sold to so we're getting free donuts all day but you can't eat them oh i still ate him. i didn't care <laughs> yeah they told me i was supposed to do a lot of things I dry sockets all over the oh, place i was good i didn't care it was worth the pain and the punishment and i <laughs> shouldn't have been eating sugar but i was still good with it so we end up crushing all that and the guy's pretty cool and we're talking to him so he has to leave and we're i flew down to meet josh who was driving so we have to drive back and the guy's got just bags of donut mix just donut powder and they're in like you know what are those ziploc bags like two pound bags roughly whatever oh
0: god dude this does not sound good <laughs> you're driving from southern florida correct back to indiana with baggies of donut mix yeah i'm sure the police really to believe oh, that you're bad. With-
1: so it was good yeah and needless to say it was an experience and it was 100 percent donut mix and yeah so it was it was one of the two times i got pulled over with josh that i legitimately <laughs> well, (laughs) wait you all actually got pulled over oh yeah yeah we got pulled over and they saw them because they were in the back just sitting there you know us being i think maybe 19 maybe 20 weren't really thinking
0: what that could have looked like maybe you were and you were just like hey it's donut mix and i think i mean did they actually check the stuff oh
1: yeah yeah they were like donut mix yeah we get that all the time (laughs) (laughs) They didn't believe it was... We're like, no, just try it. Like, get ready. He's like, don't touch... You know, like, you're about to get shot because you're going to touch and open a donut mix bag. But more more of the story, whenever I brought them back, what the guy told me to do with them was have my mom make pancakes out of them. Oh. Um, That was mind-blowing. So you made... I mean, you know, you had to make up the mix however you made it. But they were donut flavored pancakes that took it
0: to the next level oh that sounds fire.
1: now let me ask you this do they got those at harvest Home coming? no
0: i don't think so bro i don't wait in line for those donuts anyway yeah i don't either
1: <laughs> so i'd rather have honey cream or somebody else uh
0: so we're picking our derby winners yep
1: what's your strategy tell the people what's, what's, what's the my strategy?
0: strategy i'm not giving away my strategy okay because then you may change your pick okay that's fair so you want me to give my strategy so that no, you can steal my pick again? You don't have, to give, your, you don't have to give your strategy, because here's the thing: neither yeah. one of us have a strategy because we have no idea what's going on when it comes to horse racing. <laughs> allegedly, uh, yeah. I mean, I've been I've been handicapping horses for years, and you have no idea.
1: Well, this is the thing: you know how that horse went down today? I mean, yeah. a, Allegedly, like I, I don't want to speak too much on I think the he topic got strep here. Throat or something? Yeah. So I'm just saying, how often have you heard of a horse getting strep throat? Well, I guess what?
0: He doesn't really have strep throat; but he has throat problems. Yeah thyroid issues
1: omaha <laughs> beach got beached and guess who was on the contributing end of that that's all i'm
0: saying bro Who's, you that you did that
1: I'm, I'm not saying anything like didn't that i just Rico, had a you little question
0: you didn't he didn't give him his this morning yeah so all right who are you taking
1: well I, I, so i looked over all this right i studied the science of what is horse racing
0: you looked at the odds let's just,
1: let's no, just no no bro let's just Listen, call it how it is the odds are good you gotta study a couple of things so what their outfits are you gotta look good dress good no, feel good on, you sound ride like, good bro you sound
0: like a girl that's in a tournament con the ncaa tournament bracket pool i'm picking them because they got a beautiful jerseys. Listen, I wasn't done yet.
1: That was just one fold of it. That's
0: exactly where you're going with this. If there
1: was coin flipping involved too, then I would have told you that. But in this case, there was not. So that was the way that initially it started out, right? But then you get into the real science of it. And you go back and you look at the history of the Kentucky Derby. Now, the problem with looking at the history of the Kentucky Derby is we don't know what the track conditions are going to be. If it rains and is a wet track or a soft track, my pick could be in trouble. But if it's nice, firm track and allows those horses to get out and be a sprint, I like where my horse sits. The other thing with this, and this is going a lot deeper than what you'll even understand, bro, which is why I'm going to win again and you're going to be wearing that mullet. But Gate 5, since they've been tracking the gates, has 10 previous winners. So out of all the different gate positions... How long have they been tracking this? Well, a while. You know, I I see a couple of other 8s. I see some 7s. I see some... So yeah, basically 10 is the most out of any gate. And And what
0: what gate is that?
1: Gate 5. And so what Gate 5 is, is an improbable victory and that is the name of my horse improbable he's going to be rode by irad ortiz jr could be irad could be irad could be dingbad but i'm just saying bob baffert is the trainer and he's got six to one odds in
0: the white black and green he's got an improbable chance of winning is basically what i'm going to tell you
1: representing
0: the philadelphia eagles No, no one cares about your dumpy horse that thing's, okay. get, that thing's gonna get. gonna get put down to be dog food next week because he's gonna be. They're gonna be so upset with how terrible he does in the Derby. I think he might have been that
1: Chick Fil A you ate earlier, bro.
0: No, that's chicken, so they say. So does chicken have? Now milk it's in time it? for the horse handicapper to give all you Derby listeners out there your horse today. take. Drum roll, please. I'm going four stalls down. Which way am I going? Of course, I'm not going the rail, bro. I'm going Gate Nine. Mm. Plus Q parfait. <laughs> well done there. And you know why? Plus Q parfait. Don't, cause you're French. You like the French. Everybody people. likes parfait, dude. That's Ooh. the main reason why I did this. Cause everybody likes parfait. I don't. I don't care about the thirty to one odds. I don't care that he's been ridden by a. a Former famous guitarist Santana. Yeah, he rips, bro. Shreds, shreds, yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. Everybody likes parfait. No. It's. Tough. I want to argue. Locking in, bro. Yeah, parfait's taking taking it.
1: This is my question to you. When I used to work at Dairy Queen, we had a Peanut Buster parfait, which was an ice cream parfait. Every once in a while, I get a yogurt parfait from McDonald's. Is a parfait? Is both of those a parfait? If so, which one is your preference? Too?
0: I don't know. I, if I'm going to either one of those, you're going to ice cream. I'm going a Blizzard. So no, that no, <laughs> I'm just going. And, yeah. Listen,
1: that's not an answer. The answer is: Are both of those a Blizzard? Or are both? Listen, you just screwed me all up, man. W- would you answer the question? This is an interview where you don't get to dodge the question. Are they both parfaits? By name, yes. But in theory, yes or no? Yes. Okay. So ingredients don't necessarily matter. And then which one would be better? Ice cream parfait? Ice cream parfait, yeah. Yeah.
0: I'd agree with you on that. Ice cream is definitely better than yogurt.
1: Yeah. And with 31 odds, if you were to bet on this horse, you'd probably be able to get a lot of those parfaits. So everybody out there don't do it
0: with this wet track that's going to be there because the weather says it's going to rain it's anybody's race
1: yep well and there's a lot of odds that were close with the favorite coming out of it i mean we saw a couple of six to ones five to one and then it gets you know onward and upward from there 15 to ones 20 to ones 30 to ones and we've learned in the derby it don't
0: matter Yep. so moving forward we got power moves and i'm gonna get soft on you guys again like i did about 15 20 minutes ago you can get vulnerable and, uh, bro i am i'm gonna give uh, a great story for my power move i know i'm normally the one that's funny because bj's not funny um, funny looking bro what's up yeah what's so, up there was a, a story that came out um uh, over the weekend um, uh, during the draft, that I thought was a fantastic story. Uh, I actually shared it. Uh, so hopefully, some of you guys saw it, and if you didn't, I'm going to uh, recap that story for you. So the 49ers drafted a drafted a fella named Dre Greenlaw. Uh, went to the University of Arkansas, played football for Arkansas. Dre, what's up, Dre? Dre Greenlaw. Um, They drafted him in the fifth round. um, And as soon as the draft was over, as soon as he got drafted, uh, there was a series of tweets from a guy that uh, Dre Greenlaw had no idea that knew anything about him. Yeah. And uh, it was was great. And I'll just basically give you the rundown of what happened. So Dre Greenlaw goes to Arkansas – his freshman year he's 18 or 19 years old he's at a kegger and (laughs) i mean that's how it was uh that's how it is actually explained in the tweets yeah and uh he witnesses a guy trying to woo a girl that he had seen be drugged by this same guy like he put something in her drink and he witnessed this guy trying to coerce her to leave he steps in tells the guy she's not going anywhere
1: Punk's He's the, taking her home. Punks,
0: home. punks the guy, and they never see the dude again. Takes her, she gets help. Boom. Never hears anything about it. The dad never says anything about it because he was only a freshman. The guy, they, they didn't want him to get in trouble because he didn't really have a um, a big like spot on the team yet. So he didn't want him to get kicked off for being at a party he shouldn't have been at underage. Yeah. So, he waited until then, uh, the draft day, after he had been drafted, to tweet out this story and thank him. The father? The father the father tweeted this out about the story with his daughter and thanked Dre Greenlaw for pretty much protecting this guy's daughter at this party. Yeah. So, my power move goes to Mr. Dre Greenlaw. Power move of protecting uh, a, a drugged individual – and getting the creepy guy away.
1: That a boy, Dr. Dre. Yes. Way to represent.
0: Dr. Greenlaw. Dr. Greenlaw. Dr. Quinn, medicine woman.
1: So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's tough because I wanted to make fun of that story the whole time, and, and there's nothing really to make fun of. No, I mean, it's a great story. Yeah. I wish – I mean, I would have liked to see it in the sense of, I mean, you know. How did
0: how did he know the dude drugged him? Drugged I, her. I don't I – don't, the guy doesn't really go into, Why? like – detail yeah, you or whatever but like he just said that he knew that it had happened yeah either she was acting that way or or something like he could tell something was off hey
1: that's what happened when these girls get white girl wasted at I, I guess yeah you can't so more of the story is don't drink around was the other guy a football player too
0: they said they didn't know the guy okay yeah and they never saw the guy again good yeah he probably one of... he's probably gonna get yeah yeah <laughs> tapped Yeah. So yeah,
1: well, mine's a little bit more of a uh, sensitive subject as well, too, because recently, if you looked at the news around here, you've seen a couple of judges who were recently shot, and you would think in your head, we're in power move section, so how is this going about? Well, the power move is, listen, don't advise it to anybody, but if you got the cojones to shoot a judge... I mean, we're we're talking about not one judge, but two judges. Then you're probably a bad dude. So therefore, I'm going to give you some street cred, and I'm going to give you the power moves. And th- it's a funny story because I've heard mixed. Have you, have you looked into it at all? Have you heard anything? Yeah, it about said it?
0: that they were in Indy. They're Clark County, so that's uh, Clarksville, Jeffersonville.
1: I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah, counties, it's Clark but,
0: yeah. Clarksville and Jeffersonville, and yeah. I think maybe Sellersburg. I'm not 100 percent positive about the Sellersburg part. Yeah, I but- know it's at least Clarksville and Jeffersonville. And they were in indie for um, not really what is it, a convention or, or some something to that extent. was like a learning com- a conference, yeah. a conference. That's what yep. it was called. And they had gone out to drink at a bar, and they were going to White Castle to get food. Right. So that's it's totally the, like broing out.
1: Well, that's the comical thing <laughs> to me was initially they had said that they were at the topless bar, which is the Red Garter place, right? And then that came back, and they said no, no, no. Which if you think of the PR person. You know, they're doing a fantastic job because, of course, they're going to say no, no, no. But the place that they were alleging them to be at was right next to the White Castle. And it's convenient that there were stories saying they were in there. But apparently they got into an argument. Yeah,
0: with, with a couple of guys. Yeah. And then it spilled over to the White Castle parking lot Yeah, where they were then shot.
1: Which is crazy to me. Dude, you can't – first of all, you can't shoot people, bro.
0: Like that's no. how
1: this world works. You're not supposed to be shooting people. And then second of all, you shoot some judges. Like that's, that's crazy. And third of all, I mean this is a, a guess essentially why it's a power move. Because after a long night of work, so to speak – they were heading to the castle, bro. It was three thirty in the morning, is what they were saying roughly. They didn't care about what they had to do the next morning at six a.m., seven a.m., eight a.m. <laughs> they were going to the castle to get yeah. their fix at three thirty in the morning. So yeah, needless to say, uh, I've heard they're
0: okay. So at this point, who's your power move going to? The guy that sh- the guys that shot him, or the guys that are getting white ass when you're a judge?
1: So this is the thing. I, I, as of this second, they didn't catch the guy, right? I don't know. I don't think they've caught the guy. So, therefore, technically, you have to give them the power move because they did two things. They shot two judges. I mean, that's crazy. And then they potentially got away. So that's, Here's the question, though. Yeah.
0: Okay. Did they get some sliders? They got sliders and they got away? Bro, they're the dopest. They slid on up the out dopest. of there. They're the dopest.
1: Probably had to go to a different location. I wouldn't advise them to sit there and wait for their good friends to come. Yeah. <laughs> but, so, yeah. They're and probably then, still
0: chasing you guys around with that donut mix.
1: too busy to watch what's going on so yeah it was a very intriguing weekend story to me and uh hopefully they'll be all right that's the more of the story though yeah because i don't want to see anybody get hurt but i did i did find some of
0: that comical so unless i'm wrong i'm bringing another beef and you're not bringing one
1: uh you are correct in this case
0: Uh, in this case in the last five cases you're bringing a beef next time because i got beef Yeah, I got plenty of beefs.
1: I just like your beefs. I got a beef. You got like that 80-20 beef.
0: This is more like 90-10. That's
1: pretty lean beef. I mean, I, I don't,
0: you know, that's good for you, but... Seven, I'm, no, it's 75-25. Okay. okay.
1: i 75-25. I'm good with that. I can handle that. Nice and inexpensive.
0: The GOAT dunker in our bracket, Vince Carter, recently announced that he will... Uh, be returning for his 22nd season. Says he does not know where he will play, but uh, he will be playing. As long as someone signs him, he will be playing. Yeah. Which is great. And a player that I used to love was actually one of my favorite players at one point. Fun fact, Beef Nugget. Ooh. Agent Zero decides that he's going to continue this pattern of opening his mouth and inserting foot. (laughs)
1: i think he likes to make headlines by the way
0: shocker there huh tweets out i'm gonna i'm gonna read it how it's written i respect your love but there's young players trying to live the dream you did and every year you play that's one player getting cut from his dream because they will make your or they will take your name over them
1: yeah which i don't think is true by the way I think there's a couple of teams who want Vince, and then obviously I think the Raptors want him to finish it, their career there but do one of those one-day contracts, whatever it may be. But I don't think there's a ton of teams in the Vince Carter market right
0: now. i think Vince in, in Toronto. Put him, oh. in, put him in Toronto next year. I'd like to see that.
1: Of course so, but I don't think they have a roster that really allows it. And it's like I said, he's more of a locker room clue guy. I think Atlanta was a great fit for him this year. So I, I think he could be back in Atlanta again. But anyways, go on with what so, you're
0: saying. Uh, Gilbert Arenas actually was – I wouldn't really say this was made popular, but this was made big a couple of weeks ago when he said that about himself. When he – I don't know if you saw that story where he came out and said the reason he retired was because of this. Yeah. Uh, he didn't he, – he got to the point where he saw that he was getting picked up over younger guys. Here's my thing. <coughs> you said it earlier and i'm going to use it again these guys are professionals right. these guys are paid to score these guys are paid to do this these guys are paid to do that if you're getting if you're getting thrown to the wayside because of an older player get better right don't blame an older guy for making a roster because this guy's not making get better yeah just get better that's it that's end of the day plain simple get better so gilbert arenas you're wrong that's that's my that's my beef is with gilbert arenas stop i mean if you want to say that about yourself that's fine why this is one of the best players of our era as far as popularity i would say i mean he was just everyone loved vince carter when we were kids yeah there were certain players that like everybody loved. Like everybody loved Iverson and everybody loved Vince Carter as far as as far as kids go. Yeah.
1: Like those were the two I,
0: players that like everyone loved.
1: I'd say Vince had a lot more people who loved him and Iverson oh, yeah. had a mixed review of people who loved him and people who hated him. Vince didn't have anybody that I knew of that hated
0: him. I never him. really knew of kids that hated Iverson. I knew no, of it, no. I knew of adults. I'm just talking about yeah. like strictly people our age. Yeah. It was like those two guys were like everyone loved Iverson and everyone loved Vince Carter.
1: I was biased towards both of them cuz think about it. Vince was a tar heel, so you yeah. he knew I loved that and then obviously growing up initially in the SPA, I mean that's Philly's not far from there. So yeah. Sixers have a special place in my heart and watching Iverson do what he did.
0: And another guy I'd maybe throw in there is McGrady. I think feel like everyone a lot of RH loved McGrady too, but Yeah. just happened to be cousins with Vince Carter. Yep. And that, I mean maybe that's another reason why I have a beef with Gilbert Arenas because it's like look man like He's one of the last player. He actually is the last player of like our growing up era still playing.
1: Yeah, he's gonna. They said he's gonna be playing in the nineties, the two thousands, two thousand tens, and then two thousand
0: twenties. That's so crazy to think about. Only
1: player to ever do it. I mean, from what they were saying,
0: I I did not fact check that, but I mean, it has to be. Who else would have done it?
1: I don't know of anybody.
0: Yeah, I mean, convenient
1: timing is what I'd say. Maybe he came
0: in the league in ninety eight. I think you're uh, correct. 97 98 cuz 96 97 was Duncan's class and he was not in Duncan. He was not in Duncan's class cuz uh 95 96 was uh Kobe and Iverson. And yeah, then 98 97 was the Duncan year and then 98 was Carter and nowiski and Pierce. Uh cuz nowiski retired. Actually nowiski might have been 99. I'm not 100% positive about that, but I think he might have been 98 though. Uh that was a loaded class too. I mean or not really a loaded kid lesbians. mashburn jimmy jackson that was 94 yeah yeah the whiskey came out in 98 i believe with uh carter and paul pierce But uh, i think that might have been really the only three i mean that 96 class i, I know i did a back in the early yep. days of, of, of beef's beef i did my uh, top draft class and that was what i crowned as my top draft class of all time this one was 96 okay
1: I thought you were saying that because I was going to say Antoine Jameson, Vince Carter,
0: Dirk Nowitzki, Paul Pierce. It's not It's not bad as far as names. No. Uh, but There's some I mean, other
1: guys you know on there, but when you're talking about I think Rafe LaFrance was
0: in 98 out of Kansas. Was he in there? Yep, third pick. Yeah. Hollow uh, Candy was a first pick. Yeah, out of Pacific. Bibby was two. Out of Arizona, yeah. Some names, yes. Yeah, some names you definitely knew, but uh, – dickerson wasn't in that draft was he michael dickerson um nah, yes yes he was out of 14, arizona as well 14 yep went to vancouver is that right houston houston okay so it could have been traded but i'm seeing houston yeah but i mean if you go back to that 96 class man that 96 class was loaded uh, i mean you had guys like marcus canby who had a really long solid career ray allen uh, Allen iverson kobe bryant pedro Stojakovic, steve nash uh Antoine Walker, Jermaine O'Neal. I mean, you just had, like, it was such a loaded class. I mean, to me, it's the best class of all time.
1: You know what my beef is? My beef is that you just said earlier that Kobe Bryant was da-da-da-da-da, and now you're using him He's still an all-time great. He's
0: in my top ten players of all time. Hey, man, I'm just saying. He's in my top ten players of all time, but I wouldn't put him as a – I don't think he's a top Laker.
1: I think the beef audience would agree with me on this.
0: I told, I said it whenever I did my top ten players that I knew that a lot of people wouldn't agree with me. I said from, I was, I've said multiple times that I knew people wouldn't agree with me. But that's why it's my opinion. Exactly. I think that I think that Kareem is the most overrated player of all time. Woo. And here's why: I'm, and Bill Russell. I, I mean, I can see your argument for it because it's essentially the same argument that I have. Right. Because I've seen people say that Kareem is the goat. I've heard people say that. To me, Kareem has all the stuff he has because of the longevity of his career. I'm not hating on someone to stay healthy and play that long, but I don't even put him as a top ten player of all time.
1: He did invent a shot that was unguardable, like not nobody else was doing that shot before he yeah. was.
0: I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what you want me to say. I still think he's overrated. And not, not to say that he's bad, but I think he's overrated.
1: Yeah i could i mean that could be true i i disagree
0: but i I know the other person i would get butchered for on here even worse i'm not going to say it but (laughs) there's definitely someone that i know especially in this area there's a lot of people that would get mad at me for saying it but Uh you may be able to figure out who i'm talking about but i think he is also overrated reginald no i don't think he's really rated (laughs) no I, i mean if i'm being fair like, all-time the greats legend. near the top ten? Yeah, I'm talking a legend. Well, that, the legend. Yeah. Yeah. To I, his house. I think he's I think he's overrated. I, I just do, man. I, I would put both of those guys on the outside of the top ten. I think you're not, sick of the head. Not to say that neither one of those guys aren't great because they're both great. Yeah. But I can think of at least ten players better than them.
1: Well, hey, if you're a top 15 player of all time, bro, that's pretty. But then, daggone see, here, here,
0: here's the thing, though, man. What? I, What's the I, thing, I, I man? Sickly, you just
1: said they're a top 15 player of all time. Yeah, What's the I, thing, and I just man? said
0: they're overrated. They're the well, most. What
1: are you saying? They're rated at?
0: You think? You I've think, heard people say that both of those guys are like the greatest player ever or top three players so i'm saying that they're way overrated i for sure have heard kareem in the goat yeah and it's no it's not that's not even honestly
1: i don't think i've ever heard bird as a goat type player but i have heard people say that's their favorite player so i i can understand that too and i i think when you're looking at the whole package bird had Better passing than what 90% of the league had at
0: that point. Who are you taking it to? Because I know who your one is. Who are you taking it to? I'm not getting into that. No, who are you taking it to? I mean, I, I'm not going to. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to.
1: I, I would say
0: probably
1: LeBron's in the conversation for two. Yeah. Um, I do think Kareem is in the three or four position. Um, I do think Shaq is up there. I do think Magic is up there. I think the one player who is underrated, I would say, on that list would be Isaiah Thomas. And I wouldn't necessarily say I'd have him in my top five, but I would say I'd have him in my top 15, and maybe not everybody would have him. It's a guy who heart went a long way, but he had skill as well, too. Um, And potentially one of the best leaders of all time, too.
0: I think a guy that I, I I know I said it in there. I think a guy that's underrated as well. I mean, you may disagree with me because you think that he is that he is known. Kobe Bryant. I, no, Hakeem Olajuwon. I think Hakeem Olajuwon is very underrated. Yeah. Uh, I have him in my top. I had him in my top ten. But uh, I did. I think when it gets to the end of the day, I think a lot of people forget about him.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, they were on that championship team whenever Jordan was out, so that's kind of the argument for yeah. against them, I guess but the one thing i will say about hakeem for sure is in my personal opinion and i've seen you know i've played in different positions and i've studied the post game and i would say hakeem had the best footwork out of any center that i've ever seen of all 100%. time
0: 100%. there's no i don't think there's i don't think yeah. there's an argument.
1: The dream shake was set up by the footwork. So
0: i mean the fact that guards were going to him and still are yeah. still go to him for footwork That I, I mean that tells you right there it's he he has the best footwork of all time in basketball, in my opinion. Not yeah. just big man, he just all time.
1: He's impressive, man. And I think that whole team, though, is a little bit underrated because they have that dog mentality. And then, obviously, I like Kenny the Jet, you know, former Tar Heel. But Sam Cassell, and then probably my favorite is Mad Max.
0: I mean, Mad Max is that dude. So And how are you going to forget about Hory? their second best player?
1: Who? Clyde Drexler.
0: Yeah, Clyde's overrated. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I mean, he's still their second best player, though. Yeah, and Clyde is good.
1: I, I respect anybody who has um, contributed to Team
0: USA success. is something I liked about Clyde Drexler, and I mean, then we can kind of wrap it up. Yeah, uh, I always liked it. Like he just played. Like he didn't really. And some people always say, oh, he didn't really talk. He just let his game do the talking. He never talked yeah. really. I mean, you saw him getting a couple scuffles, but. I mean, who didn't back in the 90s or in the late 80s?
1: Yeah, and some of them were defending himself to a yeah. certain extent. I, I think it would have been cool to see Clyde finish his career at Houston. Obviously went to Portland and then... Uh,
0: yeah, he was at Portland, he went to Houston, and then I think that's where he, he did it at Houston. Yeah, of Rockets. But I'm saying overall, being well, going to
1: college in Houston, just staying his entire career at Houston cool. would have been pretty cool, yeah. Yeah. But... Uh, interesting interesting makeup of a team and then Rudy Rudy being their coach I think was a good fit for them too
0: yeah uh, it's fun like always oh yeah any got anything else yeah I'd say ocho cinco it's ochenta ochenta y cinco yep yeah. uh by the way we have some stuff coming out here pretty soon as far as uh new merch stuff
1: unfortunately you can't eat this
0: no we won't talk about what it is until we get it done completely but we have it in the works uh it will be pretty cool hopefully we're going to try to have it available by next week but we're not guaranteeing anything so be looking out for it soon Um, and
1: it's going to be a major limited release so based on what we saw from the t-shirts we're going to bring out about what 20 pieces roughly is the plan About 20, right? Twenty
0: twenty five, I think is what it was. Twenty seven. Yeah.
1: I'd say ballpark of twenty to twenty-five somewhere in there. So yeah. if you are interested in it, please don't wait on it because we do plan on them selling out. So hopefully it's something that is a necessity and a lot of people will like and it should should be gone quickly.
0: Yes. Um, I like I said, I have something in the works for that. Uh, and depending on how that stuff goes is what we're gonna look at another thing as well so just like just like bj said if you want to you better get it quick because at the end of the day that's just going to be all of them
1: and it's definitely not the donut batter that i had from when i was 19 <laughs> yeah, no. i promise that
0: so no, not at all i
1: know that was pretty good but
0: that might be past expiration date. but guys bet on my horse because it's gonna win stay dry win some money success
1: it's got enemies you can be successful and have enemies, or you can be unsuccessful
0: and have friends. Yeah, and my success at the at the horse track that I'll have this weekend is <laughs> gonna lose friends. It's gonna lose friends because BJ's gonna have a mullet. So try stay dry. Try to win some money. One and zero. If you win money because because of my pick, uh, I I'll take it. And I have the Cash App. I have Venmo. Uh, I have PayPal. Uh, I have a wallet that you can just give me cash.
1: I've got MySpace.
0: Uh, I have MySpace. I have Photo Bucket. I still use AIM. Um, wow. Yeah, bro. Whew. Bingo. I got nothing to that one. I used I to get
1: all the ladies on that.
0: Did you have an away message on your AIM, by the way? Yeah. Like when you were like, uh, I'm going to go make some cereal.
1: You know, I initially got my AIM when I was at a friend's house, and he taught me about it, the nuances of it. And then we ended up getting AOL internet, and so I could get it. So I How many discs
0: did you go get? Like, them discs that, like, oh, free eight hours of AOL internet.
1: I think, luckily, my mom ended up paying for it, or my dad.
0: I hope you didn't get any phone calls when you were on the internet.
1: Yeah, for sure I did. I used to be <laughs> on there a substantial amount. You'd be
0: on, like, chat rooms and stuff. Like, oh, ASL. If you don't know what ASL is, she's too young for you, bro. What? You know what ASL is, right? No. Come on, bro. How are you going to be on AIM and not know what ASL means? I don't know what ASL is. Come on, dude. Well, I mean, is that,
1: like, code language? For... Yeah, it's code
0: language. Well, yeah, it's, I, I mean, it's... One. Come. Some one of our listeners informed my friend here what, me. what ASL means. I'm I'm so disappointed in you right now. You bringing up AIM and not knowing. First of all, you called it AIM. It's just AIM, bro. You caught AIM. That's what the that's what the veterans called. It. it was AIM.
1: No, no, no. I disagree.
0: It was called AIM. I say,
1: Hey, yo girl, what's up? What's your AIM?
0: No, bro, you hit me up on AIM. No. And they would be like, all right, word. And then you got like the music clips for when you got a message. You know what I'm talking about? And you'd have like the background behind your letters. Did no, you do that? I didn't do any of that. Dang, bro! You Listen, were like, this Man.
1: was a one track mind. This was. I'm not talking. This wasn't to say, hey, what's up to my buddies. This was. I'm, I'm going
0: fishing, bro. If you went fishing, you should know what ASL means. No, I don't know because age, sex, location. That's what oh, ASL stood for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come I'm on, bro. Yeah,
1: but I don't even you, know. You are BRB, right. all
0: that. Yeah. Don't be talking you. to me about AIM okay. if you don't know what the acronyms mean. I bro. do
1: remember that now that you say that. But that's why I You go to the, the chat time. room,
0: bro. That was all it said was ASL, ASL, ASL. It was all it said. Yeah. That's all it said. Yeah, but see,
1: that's I, I wasn't in chat rooms. I was that's in you, direct. Bro, you had I to mean, go
0: to local chat rooms. No,
1: no, I did not. You had yeah. to get their messenger name from them when you met them at the dances.
0: You could do that too, but that would. That involved, yeah. leg work. Yeah. that involved leg effort i like leg, leg work, work. the
1: secret was oh my shoe was untied whoops no bro i'm like
0: i'm like meeting girls at like atlantis and stuff and be like yeah. give me your aim you don't got any paper there
1: i'm with you that's the problem so atlantis is not a good place to meet them but and dude school it really dances like,
0: dude it really threw a wrench in your plans when you were like hey girl what's your aim yeah. and like they'd spell their name like strawberry but it'd be like a three instead of an e yeah and you'd be like bro where's this girl at and then you just like happen to try that and you're like bro that's her Dingo. but she don't have a pic on her profile how do i know if it's her Yeah,
1: <coughs> i say play the odds and, and, and guess what problems, if her bro. name
0: is strawberry she's probably a ginger first world problems bro that's yeah. i miss aim bring aim back bring it back bring aim i think it's actually still alive you think so? Yeah, it's probably just not utilized. There's no way. Do you think chat rooms are still a thing?
1: Yeah. Dude, I had somebody tell me the other day that there's things where it's like you literally go and random people and you just meet random people. So that's like a different that's, that's version called of chat room lead or Omega. Well, there's. I'm sure that's. Don't
0: ever get on that, by the way, because you're going to see things you don't want to see on there. <laughs> I, I've all heard the time. that,
1: but I've also. So this is where it came up was uh, somebody was telling me that literally almost all of their girlfriend's friends are from that, and those friends literally came in for her birthday, and are like actual real people, and they like uh, who is the singer they like? Not Demi Lovato. Not um, what's Zach's girl who she likes? Not her Taylor Swift. Not her um maybe Katy perry or somebody oh, else yeah. i like
0: katie perry yeah no, i am just... do i like katie perry no i'll pass teenage dream bro
1: but anyways there that's what's going
0: on so that's I just modified you just made me miss aim so much you should like i might cry myself to sleep tonight like thinking about aim yeah. i miss it dude
1: if you go back on see if any
0: of those girls are still interested i don't I mean, even remember what my name was back in the day do you still remember what yours was i do because guess what I've it's used that name on everything still <laughs> they never, you know me too well uh, He still got the same backup off bj backup
1: off bj you should see like whenever i'm like half well, what's your email sir i'm like oh dang it man here we go i'm like
0: well i'll just spell it you, you know, bro P-A-C-K. you need to start a new
1: email yeah I, for that I, stuff. well i have work emails and then i have three work emails and And then I have my own personal email that's separate, but I've never been able to remember it because it was like, I I still remember the day I made my name on there. I was like trying to figure out a name and you know, that was a stressful time. I think I was in fifth grade at that point and I was like, bro, I got nothing. And then da da da. And I'm like, Michelle, my older sister help me. What can, and I don't know. It was the first thing that she said, back up off BJ. I was like, yes, that is it. Because I thought I was tough. And so it stuck with me. Back up off BJ. (laughs)
0: Man. Yep. Hit me up on AIM this weekend. Hit for me sure. up on AIM. Sure, I'll man. give you guys horse handicaps. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that almost sounded inappropriate.
0: No, it did. How? I said horse handicaps. That's not, I, I yeah, guess yeah, does think that doesn't sound kind of bad. I don't know. Inappropriate, kind of like what the Trailblazers are doing to the Nuggets right now. But hey, if if you miss AIM, hit me up. We'll start it back. We'll make our own. We'll call it BIM beef's internet messenger yeah but guys try to stay dry have fun watching derby have fun watching the oaks if you go out there win some money give it to me be safe get an uber get a taxi that's all i
1: got to say you're welcome
0: yeah you're welcome for starting that trend towards the mullet
1: bj does the improbable yeah
0: (laughs) have a good one guys beef out